Hey, y'all, it's Flowers. Thank you very much for choosing to download this episode of YLab with Jessica Kamajic. Technically, this is the first episode of 2020. So very grateful that I get to come back to Los Angeles and share this with you. Whatever we do during these times of the new year, it's a great opportunity to reflect and look forward. And I could not be more grateful about looking forward for this year and letting 19, 2019 go. And this is, a, this is an awesome episode with Jessica. She's a great friend. I haven't seen her in a while, and it was really fun to catch up. She's a very interesting, complex, beautiful, she's stunning. She's super smart, and we really dig into a lot about, she opens up about her childhood being an only child and her parents and why she focuses her time and actions into a lot of volunteerism. And she also opens up a little bit about how she's pushing those limits and and whether they are being pushed too much. It's a really cool conversation. I was just super ecstatic to have Jessica come back over to my house and reconnect with her. I hope that there are at least a few things that you can connect with during this podcast and resonate with because we're just two people talking, catching up, and it's a safe environment for us to be vulnerable, complimentary, share the things we admire and respect about one another and break down any of those superficial barriers that sometimes we all have and put up in social settings or just in some place that we bump into people and we meet groups and and individuals and hopefully there's something here that's cool for you. I'd also ask for you to take a couple of minutes, uh, maybe even 30 seconds, and go to the review site of your podcast streaming um, platform. If it's Apple Podcasts or Spotify, whatever. Whatever you can do and review. If you can give us a big five star and a cool little comment, that'd be cool, man. Really would appreciate it. Feels like there's somebody out there that cares, <laughs> even though I know you do. But without further ado, I want to share the conversation with Jessica. So again, thank you for choosing to download this episode. Welcome to 2020, y'all. I'm excited and grateful and ecstatic, really, for what's to come. So I hope you're all on a good path. I'm grateful to be back on this one and sharing YLab podcast with you all. Hey, here you go. I'm not giggling with Jessica yeah. today, so let me just jump right in. Thank you for being here today, Jessica. It's okay. a privilege. I'm looking forward to catching up with you. I'm and so happy to be here. Thank you, listeners and viewers, for making the choice to download and subscribe and listen to YLab. Uh, this is a, a safe environment for two people to have a face-to-face and vulnerable conversation, be curious and complimentary and and share it. So that's what we're going to do. And without further ado, I'm excited to have Jesse here. So Jessica Kemajic is our guest today. Hi. You said my name right. I did. Yeah. I mean, you, you can know people for 15 years and they won't say your name right. So thank you. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think when I wrote it to down today, even in... Wow, that was a sweet move, by the way. Yeah, yeah. That was good. It was very... When I wrote your uh, name in the saving the audio file... I was typing it out, and I was like, I don't know that I have typed Jessica's name out in a while. Am I spelling this correctly? Oh, did you? That was funny when you said it's that. It's a lot of consonants. Because I practiced it. I was oh, like, did oh, you? Jessica Kendrick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. yeah, like um, the way that my dad says it and the way I say it and the way my aunts, it's just all different, so. Yeah. But that you say it the way I say it, so thank you. Awesome. Very Ooh. cool. Yeah. Today's Friday. We just had a full week, and. Today's Friday the 13th. It is Friday the 13th. Is anything weird happening or? No, oh. I'm wearing black. <laughs> <laughs> I think 
the last full moon of the year just ended. It was on uh, Wednesday night, 12-11, turning over into 12-12, I think. Oh, Not I that I know these things. I was about to say, did I just tap into some astrology? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We're just talking about moons, right? Yeah. I think you're actually right. And, and the only reason I read it was from like an Instagram post or something. So. Instagram tells you a lot about a lot of things, good and bad. Well, I'm trying to share these things. Yes. So that's why we're sitting here with all this stuff today. This, but, most importantly, this. Yeah, I like this the song. Good. It gives it a little bit of cool vibe. So. It does. Not that you need too much on the cool vibe. Jess, seriously, yeah. it's we were. Uh, I I jest because I jest. I know, I know. I got that. <laughs> like people don't use that I enough. Cost myself. Yeah. We uh, we were trying to small talk at first, and I didn't want to jump in, and then we just kind of small talked a little. But I'm super excited that you're here today because it's there's been a gap in the time that we've seen each other. Jess mm -hmm. and I go back almost a decade. I think like eight or nine years, and I was trying to think about some of the first times I remember really getting to know you better. Mm -hmm. And I, I think it was the Game of Thrones <laughs> sessions that we would have start having here, maybe season yeah. two. Mm -hmm. And we would all get the candles and a bottle of wine and, and sit down on the couch and just cozy up and count down Game of Thrones. There's no other way to watch it. I think <laughs> I watched the last two seasons like on a laptop by myself, maybe one other person. I was like, this is awful. What oh, happened no. to, and it's not awful. I mean, we can talk about, the, yeah. Anyway, but no, just the the way we used to watch it, yeah. just everyone like lights off and, you know, everyone's sitting the on every seat is filled and we're so serious. <laughs> Dogs are running around and no Wines one's allowed to talk. And, yeah. Oh gosh. I think I remember back to that group and, you know, that time in our life and there was just a lot of, of growing and and, mm -hmm. and we were sharing a space and, and getting to know each other. But that that little group that, that formed, and I'd say even our, you know, our Game of Thrones, that was a pretty tight little group. So I, I really appreciated that, and I had yeah. fun with the memory there. Same, and, same. So much of it happened here in, yeah. this, in this space, so it's, it's nice to that be That would here. have been exactly right after I bought the place. So it would have been about yeah. six years ago. Yeah, and so we had already known each other before that, but yeah. I think when you started hosting the yeah. that and yeah. like Super Bowls and all that Super stuff. Super Bowls and Game of Thrones. Here. Yeah. Hey man, that's two things. Important events. <laughs> <laughs> in, yeah. So it's been a while, but mm -hmm. I'm really grateful to have some of those memories. What I don't have are recent memories. And yeah. I was I was telling you when you walked in today, uh, I just get just got a fresh cut for anybody that's out. <laughs> and I was having Notice a conversation it. with my barber. And he was like, oh, you're going to do the podcast today? I said, yeah, I've got a friend coming over. I've known him for a while. I'm excited. We're just going to catch up. So we'll talk about anything. Yeah. And he's like, how long has it been? And I did the same thing that we did. Like, I don't know. I think I it's, don't know. it's been a long time. With no seasons, it's hard to count, right? You're just <laughs> like, was that a year or was that five? No, I mean, we've we've chatted on the phone, I feel yeah. like, in text. But I, I don't know the last time I... like saw you face to face. Well, I would go to the Tim's wedding. Wow. Which was a few Two years, years ago. It was a couple years ago. Summer twenty seventeen. So we'll get off that topic. That's that's a boring topic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One of the things I there's so many things going on in your life and I, I that I I want to start with one first because okay. I want you to walk me through it cool. and sign me up. And that's one of your new projects which is the senior support yeah. a senior or how, adopt a this. senior adopt a senior yeah um so there's two parts of it uh what's going on right now is just this week that actually i was like doing stuff all day for today and we'll con be continuing to throughout the week mm -hmm. um is just for for the holiday season um working with the studio city chamber of commerce it's me and this one wonderful angel woman um, who, when we're just reaching out to lots of different organizations that um, work with seniors who are low income. Um, most of them are homebound because of physical issues, and many of them don't have family members in, mm -hmm. the, in the area. So they really depend on um, meal services and things like that to just, you know, have yeah. just for their daily operations, but um, working with them to get the names of seniors and having them all write uh, holiday wish lists. Yeah. And I've done it, this is the third year now, um, 
And you see these lists and you're like, I think the main thing for why I even wanted to get into doing things with seniors is because my parents are a lot older um, than I think most people our age, you know, but um, they and I think of and you watch them change right and you and I'm an only child and I and I think you you sometimes you go away for a second and you come back and you see how 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 different they might look and how you know time is sitting with them and it affects you right and it affects me so I I thought about like what would it be like if my dad were sitting didn't have, didn't have anyone to eat dinner with or have you know or my mom were doing the same or you know and so um I avoided the whole area for a while because it was actually just like hurt my feelings well, too much. Personal, yeah. yeah, and but now um, I'm in it. Um, so the senior, the the holiday drive is just fulfilling these wish lists. Yeah. So things like you look at these lists and some of them are like toasters and yeah. some of them are very specific. It's like a pink robe and fuzzy slippers or, you know, and so um, just in the middle of getting people are either doing it themselves and shopping and sending a little note and a card and getting all that done or a lot of people don't have time so I'm dedicating two days next week to just shop you are unbelievable all day. you're incredible I don't even know I didn't even know where how to start with you and I was like well, let's just start with the most recent thing I That's saw the most you recent. post yeah and I knew that today Friday I was gonna see you and yeah. I'm like sweet I'm adopting a senior today yeah. Because I knew, I'm like, this would be fun. We'll do it on the podcast. You can walk me through it. Yes, yes. Because I think you had a deadline of today because you had to commit your time for next week. I just happen to have a lot of time on my hands. So I would love to get uh, someone and yeah. actually go out and meet them and spend time with them. And Yeah. Well, for this particular, if, so it's two different parts. So oh, okay. this particular one, there's it's a lot of people that are in their own homes. Um, right. And so not everyone wants, you know someone to just come into the home. They have kind the of natural thing. caregiver they're comfortable with. Exactly. Yes. And so this is just like part of a service that's being provided. But there is another part of it, which is something that I started, I think it's now been, or it was last summer? Time is such a funny thing. Um, an Adopt-A-Senior program. Relative, right? It's so weird. Maybe that's what I remember is that you'd started something where you could go out that's, and visit the seniors exactly. and like sit with them and hang out. Yes. Like, so that's yeah. like a – so, um, so it's, a it's modeled thing. after the Big Brothers Big Sisters program. Yeah. If you're familiar, you just – the whole point is to – I'm a big sister. And so, I, you know, I've had my sister now for – four and a half years so it came from that where it's just having a relationship but a consistent one with someone um and so that is working out of a specific home right here on Fairfax actually so it's close by um yeah Fairfax and Melrose I don't know if you know the one right across from the the uh, the, the trading post yes right across from the school yeah yeah um Right, that's also a high school. It's not just a Melrose trading post on Sundays. <laughs> yeah, the Sunday flea market. You yeah, know, this flowers. is the flea market where you buy crystals <laughs> where and you stuff. Go get yeah, no, um, people will get educated, right. Cool, Jess. Um, so, so it's at, at that home. Uh, there's about 100 seniors at any given time, and they're, sometimes oh. they're rotating, um, but it's developing a relationship, match you with a senior, and then you'd go hopefully once a month at least. You know, I'm sorry, to, I think what happened, Last year, mm-hmm. I just had a memory flop, and I think I called you or something mm-hmm. and left a message because my family was, we were doing Christmas here, mm-hmm. and I, we like to do volunteer work on Christmas Day, and I was like, hey, Jess, yes. give me something to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had remembered that, and, yeah. and somehow we had, we, it just wasn't like a right, right. three or four days went by, you're like, oh, I just got right, this, right. and I'm I was terrible like, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that thanks for letting us talk about that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, well, that's amazing. I, I a I want to sign up. Yes. But B, that would I be did awesome. have that fleeting memory of like having um, the opportunity to go out and sit with somebody. And mm-hmm. what I'm doing now, specifically, you know, sitting down and having a face to face. I, I just feel like I, you can learn so much from other people. Yeah. I'm in a place right now where I have so many questions. I feel like I'm just going to try to live the question instead of looking for answers mm, mm-hmm. and try to find them in other people. Just with all the with all the kind of stress and anxiety that can come out there, mm-hmm. I'm going to quit trying to tell mm-hmm. myself what to do a little bit. Yeah, yeah. there's this amazing quote. Um, she, she's this beautiful writer, and she said, there are years that ask and there are years that answer. 
And so, so many years you're living in the question, the question, the question, the question, curious, seeking. And then there are the years that you're just in flow, probably it, like receiving, yeah. probably. Yeah. <laughs> or however you interpret that. Um, yeah. yeah, it's an interesting thing with the seniors, I think, uh, culturally, um, it's just very different. You know, my mom is from Japan. My dad is Russian. I grew up in a home that's very full of uh, very different cultures. Yeah. But it's something I see a lot, um, especially in my mom's culture. And I think it, it really is common in many outside of the States. It's just the amount of respect and care for elders. Um, obviously, it's a generalized statement to say that that doesn't exist here because every family is individual and every you know relationship sure. is. But as a whole, you know, I think even from the way we market things and youth is prized and in other cultures, it's um, revered. You know, you the elders are served first. The elders yeah. are um, the source of wisdom because they've been here the longest and. You know, they're treated with care and celebrated in a different way. There's a community in Japan where, you know, you turn 90 and every year after that they have a parade for you oh versus God. like, That's you know, you're not dismissed. <laughs> and so I think it's, yeah. and that, that does a lot for longevity too, I think. And that's why there are certain areas where, you know, you, you live longer because yes, it's the happiness. food and all that stuff, but it's the happiness and feeling like you still have value, you yeah. know. Um, Relationships are the true like gold currency. One hundred percent. Yeah. And having strong relationships older in life give you more value and happiness and right. something to live for. Right. And it's right, right. Simple as that sometimes. Right. I think mean, we can complicate it. <laughs> yes. That, yeah, we can complicate it. I can but, complicate yeah, it. Yeah, I mean at the, yeah. end the day, end of the day, like the social and relationship part is 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 everything. And I you know, my mom's getting older too. Mm-hmm. I, I was aware that you you had outside the typical age range parents mm-hmm. but but you know my mom's got a sister that's struggling right now with end of life stuff mm-hmm. and I, I made the comment today to a friend that this has now crept into my mom's sister mm-hmm. like the grandparents have gone so now I'm of the age and my mom's of the age and they're of that age and yeah I think it makes you look at how are you gonna t- take care of them right and so I really yeah. admire the work that you're putting into these programs mm-hmm. to get people involved. And it seems like you've made a big commitment, but also gave yourself some space to kind of still be involved in so many other things. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah, it's hard. I think I, I didn't want to do this for a while because it's hard to walk into any condition like that and just see. You know, I think there's... And sometimes the, the the way I feel like we fade out of our physical bodies can be very cruel. Um, it just it can, you know, it doesn't have to be, but sometimes it just, it feels like hard to, yeah. to process. And especially when you're personalizing it really heavily with what your own family might be going through. Um, but I had a mentor when I was creating the program that said, like, okay, okay, so how many seniors are in the home and how many people would you potentially be partnering up with, you know, a relationship and say, okay, and so how many years have you had this idea and have you not done it? And they said, so, you know, two, three years or whatever. And he's like, okay, so say this many rotate. So this is how many seniors did not have someone. Oh. Who were impacted from you not doing he this? Gotcha. I was like, because uh, then you give me a path. real number. I was like, oh no! <laughs> I if could you, have felt so weird. Yeah, yeah. And well, so the point is, you know, yeah. if there's something that you want to, you know, be a part of, take action. Yeah, and the, the requests are very simple. Like the yeah. things that they ask is, some people are, can you just come and hold my hand? I don't want to talk. Just sit here. Can you help me brush my hair? Can you take me outside? Because a lot of these places are government funded, and there's not that many employees, so I don't have time to spend more, you know, more than five minutes a week with wow. each senior. Yeah. And so someone to come and, you know, give them. Jason Markarian did it. Yeah. Actually, yeah. We talked about it. No, actually. really. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Gonna, yeah. Yeah. So thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, well, again, very admirable. You, you are definitely an empath, and he got you. So <laughs> Empath, for sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Well, there's another thing I I wanted to kind of also bring up today, which is the 
something I've seen you do for multiple years, and I think it's more also of a group setting that's done it, and that's your foundation to go and build schools. Mm-hmm. And again, I didn't want to do a ton of research because you've been doing this for a while, and mm-hmm. it's also with a community, if I'm not correct, or is this something? Yes. Okay. Um, so the organization is called Build On, and yeah. the way they're set up, the way my... <laughs> You know that joke where it's like, the way my bank account is set up. (laughs) I can't say set up without saying that. Um, The way it's set up is that you get a group of people and you fundraise yourself and you get your butt over somewhere and um, help build a school. Build On has everything else planned. So the point is just like you gather your own group of people. Sometimes they, they actually have their own groups too and you can participate and join theirs. But... I, for the last few years, have gone with this pretty much the same group of people. Um, so that's why, yeah. yeah, it looks like it looks like that. Awesome. So they they kind of have all the logistics and the. They, they have set everything up. set up. Um, okay. This one's the hardest part is trying to like if you want to do something, you're like, how do I go to an impact a place? Right. And choose. Yeah, and, and this this great. one's kind of a big. It's a big conversation. I feel like. Um, Where do I start? Because it has two parts. You know, part of it is doing work in the States and the part of it is doing work in other countries. Um, I started in, I think, 2016 or 15 um, with the first one. Um, And since then, I've, you know, educated myself on a lot more things. I think initially I was like, um, doing a lot of work locally, and I just I wanted to just like get in and see what I could participate in globally. Um, in the last year or two, I've really just been thinking about the impact um, that they might be having as you know not wanting to participate in volunteerism um, or being a savior of any kind. Mm. You know, um, volunteerism being like you know. I'm going to go to a country that I think is a developing world. And I'm speaking not I, but like yeah, big yeah, I, yeah. Um, a developing country. And I'm going to squeeze it in between my vacation. And I'm going to like do some charity work. And I'm helping you. And the saviorism would be because I know better, essentially, because I can help, you know, the the worst way of saying it would be civilize you. Like, and that's yeah. not what at all the intention that's like the worst way of phrasing that but the point is like that that i may know anything better than what you already are doing yeah um this organization i really liked because first of all a lot of organizations you really have to look into what you're getting involved in because uh, a lot of times the money that's being received from donations doesn't go to where they say that's going it goes to filter yes definitely this particular one has been awarded this this award um the highest award from I, I'm gonna butcher the actual name. So I'm just gonna say what it is, but it gets a, it's like a financial responsibility award, so oh, okay. um, fiscal responsibility. So it, like it spends eighty percent of the donations on the actual project, and only you know twenty percent of everything else goes to cost for the organization. Transparency. Transparency. Yeah. You see where everything yeah. is going. Um, did a lot of research on this. You know, getting involved and. Uh, the biggest thing for me, I feel like, was going and making sure that I'm not participating and going and trying to change anyone, anyone's ways or do anything and offer anything other than to really just be here and learn. Um, the hope is to provide, you know, the help provide some materials and things like that. But once you get there, it really is... Like You're digging the, in. The, I mean, the helping. people there yeah. are the people who live there are already like telling us what they need. Yeah. And we're just here as your guests and, you know, kind of here to just learn how we can and educate ourselves. And you're, you have your traditions that are already in place. And we're just here to yeah. help you support that in if cool. any way we can. Um, you know, so the education isn't like I'm teaching you my religion or my school programming it's what what school programming do you already have in your country how can we get it to the rural parts so it's like it's not building schools that are some sort of you know ideology that that we are bringing in it's just other people in in the big cities in your area have this already how do we get it here so that you're also supported 
And they've been doing that. This is an organization that's been around for a while. How, yeah, how it just celebrated the 25th okay. year mark. So that's, a, that's enough time to really see more of the effect things sure. have to because it's, you know, sometimes you put things in place and you don't know if you're making things worse. Like, you know, the last thing you yeah. don't know if when you go and you are purchasing things, you're actually like harming the sustainability of something yeah. else or, you know, changing the ecosystem and if you do, you know, environment related things. And that's the last thing I would want to do. Um, yeah. And I think my team was very big on that too, is we just want to co go here and really just be you set your intentions guests. and you come back and you reflect on them so that you make sure. Yeah. That, yeah. 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 That exactly. You're doing the right thing and have the right. Yeah. <laughs> presenting yourself the right way. Right. Yeah. And being respectful and making sure, making clear, you know, obviously, there are things that you're just never gonna know if you're if we're raised into any way any type of thinking or system or privilege or whatever it's really hard to take yourself out of it entirely the hope is just that you educate yourself as much as you can go in to do something um this last trip i almost didn't go actually because oh. of all this i was really really struggling with it and was like am i am i participating in in that and being someone who is ignorant in these areas and um but i had this like a week before i talked to a good friend of mine who was in the group and she's wrestling with the same stuff you know and she said but i would hope that going there yeah and at least just being there and you know they're expecting us and this you know just participating <laughs> committed yeah is doing less harm or it's better than just sitting at home and doing nothing at all we would hope and so obviously not yeah. saying volunteering in countries outside your own is bad that's not the point it's just how you do it you know that's a really good point jess <laughs> yeah and, and i really appreciate you being vulnerable enough to to share it because that's you know we all struggle with are we doing the right thing mm -hmm. and how we make choices to deal with that is is individualized but you can also like it was great to hear your friend come in and give you some sage advice and yeah that's where i hit earlier this year i left my job for mm -hmm. 14 years wasn't happy my soul wasn't being fed my ego was stoked yeah and <laughs> yeah yeah and I just, I was questioning why I was doing what I was doing. Mm -hmm. And so that's where this environment came in. And the byproducts that I get to sit with amazing people and mm -hmm. listen to their stories. And uh, this is this is actually a good time for us to take a break because we're going to have to pause and do the reset. And I think we'll come back and talk about, you had mentioned some of the things that you do to, I guess, observe yourself as you're making the decisions and going through your emotions and what you were struggling with. And I wouldn't mind just coming back and starting with that, especially if you have some sort of practice uh, that you use or a tool yeah. that helps you with your daily life. So Michael Flower sitting here with Jessica Kemjic with YLab. Thanks for sticking around. We'll be back in a little bit. Hey y'all, it's halftime. Thanks for checking out the front half of YLab Podcast with Jessica Kamajic. We have the back half coming up. Right now, for anyone out there that wants to support YLab and what I'm doing here on the podcast, you can do so with a monthly donation. The easy way to do that is to go to this website. I'm going to tell you right now. It's anchor.fm backslash YLab backslash support. That's anchor.fm backslash YLab backslash support. You can do a monthly donation of $1, $5, $10, $25, whatever you think is prudent to support this podcast. So again, if you feel so inclined to support this journey in a monetary way, you can do so at the website anchor.fm backslash YLab backslash support. And make your donations there. Thank you very much. Super grateful you're here. Let's get back to Jessica Kemajic and the back half of YLab Podcast. Thank you. <laughs> You're so cute. Uh, 
Welcome back to the Y Lab, everybody. Thanks for making the choice to download the episode and come back to the second half with Jessica Kemajic. <laughs> and we were just talking about all the things that she's been doing and, and some of the volunteer work and organizations over the last years. And we ended talking about sort of some self-reflection and making choices about whether you're doing the right thing. And my question was, do you have some sort of spiritual guidance or a tool or a meditative mantra or something that you do to help you get through some of those tough times? Choices? Yes, for sure. I feel like over the years, it's like a, a tool bag and you just bloop, 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 and you keep stocking up and, you know, you never know when you're going to need certain things. Yeah. Um, when it comes to reflecting on decisions like that, I think the number one thing is um, just trusting, like really, really knowing what feels right. And that's a physical feeling. I feel like that I, I think we all have and um, can dial towards or away from at any time. So I think the main thing for me has been, number one, I trust myself. So... Does something feel right? Does something feel wrong? Your gut. Yeah, yeah, my gut. And so if it doesn't feel right, it's just going to like physically make me <laughs> not good to the point where I have to deal with it. Yeah. So that's when the tools come into play where I feel like the gut is like, hello, <laughs> I'm going to let you know. You can pretend or, yeah. Um, I can be very in my head. So I think... The main thing is to separate the difference for me. It's just been a long practice of am I in my head because I'm doing like this talking ahead 100 miles an hour thing and they're not real thoughts or um, are these valid thoughts? And I think that's just a, a way of separating that and knowing the difference is really just creating space for it. I think that's the main thing is um, – knowing the difference between all of your voices, which makes me sound very crazy. <laughs> but we all have them. <laughs> knowing the difference between all of yeah, your Yeah, there's voices. like the that's, voice that's like your yeah. mom. There's the voice that's society. There's the voice that's my insecurity. There's yeah. the voice that's, you know, whatever. They, they all, there's so many. They all have different faces and they're yeah. just shifting all the time. That's um, a great way to say it. I've never, th I've never thought about it like that. But it's it, if you have the ability to filter and recognize, you're like, oh, this is... This is who I'm talking to right yes. now. Yes. And there are certain ones you're very familiar with where you're like, I don't say stuff like that. I know who you are. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're going to talk about this. Stick we're around. I got separate. something for you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And usually it's just like, okay, I hear you. Got it. You sit over here. And this okay. all sounds very crazy. But I think that's the main thing is just what can I do to clear everything else just to get yeah. back to, to me? And I'm big on, I don't know how, you know, uh, open we're getting in these areas but I'm big on prayer and um for me it's um I, I I genuinely see it as a form of communication and so if we can strip it all away the peanut galleries over here and I can just listen and, and then it always comes you know um so I think again think big thing is making space so that's yeah. going to be different for everybody for yeah. me it looks like going outside and just not being stimulated because the stimulation will really yeah. get in there and muddle things up. I definitely could agree with that. I do. I found a place called Crystal Lake Campground a Ooh, couple, of, couple of years ago, right above the San Gabriel Reservoir. Oh, it's sort of a destination oh, for Crystal Lake. Crystal Lake Campground. I remember that from high school. I was gonna say you probably. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you go up there and they have a little cafe. It's no cell service. I think it's about 6,000 feet. And yeah. I can go up there with my dog and just do a solo night. You know, leave. Yeah. It's, a two, it's an hour and a half up there. And mm -hmm. so the last, I guess this will be the, the second full year. Well, last year. Mm -hmm. Last two years. That's been my, if I've got something really weighing me down and mm -hmm. I need solitude and just getting away from the noise and I can't get out of town, mm -hmm. that's a, been my quick little go-to. Because the physical side, like, I have some tools that I use mm -hmm. on the the going inward and the mental side, but like physically, it's just hard when there are helicopters and sirens. Sure, <laughs> sure, sure. Floating yeah. by. And what so, are some of your practices that you have? Like some of the tools that you have to get in? Uh, a, bre a breathing, counting breathing, 
thing I started when I was young mm-hmm. that my mom had me doing at night to go to sleep. Your mom had you doing yeah. it? Amazing. <laughs> like a four, six count kind of thing? Uh, well, she had a, uh, we would do deep breaths and count and release pieces of my body. So she would like, take deep breath and release your toes. Mom! Take a deep breath. Wait, what does your mom do for a living? She's a home economics major. I mean, (laughs) I was like, is she some sort of like body movement? (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) They teach, you know, you like pay money to people to teach you this like release and tense and release thing. You know, I talked about this on a podcast a couple weeks ago too, because we were talking about meditation. I was with a yogi, Mm. uh, obviously. And she said the same thing, and I'm like, I don't. I guess I never thought about how cool I'm, that was. I've paid for those, like, <laughs> so I'm saying people pay. I've paid for to learn these things. So yeah, yeah and as I've gotten older, I found the Yin practice. Uh, so the stillness practice came into my life, mm-hmm. and also when I would do like some running or something long distance, yeah. like sometimes just getting into a breathing rhythm and counting yeah. would be a way for me to get into my head and become more of an observer, and then I get into. I don't like have a mantra or anything, but I just kind of, kind of try to be grateful and happy. Mm-hmm. And then I have uh, images of places that I've been or mm-hmm. serene type of places that are calming. Or one place for me is it's called the Blue Cave. I was in Turkey and I'll just mm-hmm. never remember jumping off the boat and being underwater and just looking around and just sitting there. I almost felt like I was breathing underwater. Wow. And it was just floating. And so yeah. I try to go there. Yeah. And so this helps. is when you're in a state of like distress, essentially. <laughs> if I needed yeah. to stop all the voices. Yeah, got it. And if there are so many voices, I can't go. You're over there. For sure. Yeah, and I think you're right. When it's like a when it's something that might not be super triggering, it's easier to just say like, okay, let's do the yeah. minority report thing and separate it all. <laughs> um, but <Minority. laughs> I just glad I got the vision now because yeah, you yeah. keep doing oh, it's this a real with thing. your hands. Yeah, yeah, it's a minority report. <laughs> um, but when it's like a high, you know, a very intensely impacting situation, you just, you just can't do that sometimes, and so sometimes it's gonna look very crazy and messy yeah. and. Yeah, that's really great that you have all that. I think the physical part I really resonate with too. I know that, you know, they talk about animals and pronking. You know this? Pronking? So when, <laughs> when <laughs> I know it sounds like a dance move. Kind of it is. When animals are like uh, are being hunted and, you know, they prey and they're uh, like say, you know, whatever gets hunted in the forest and then and is being chased and is about to pretend get eaten you're being hunted. yeah yeah pretend you're being hunted and then you get away yeah and now you still have all this like adrenaline and yeah. all the things running in your body animals pronk which just means like they move and they get it all oh. out of their system and then they release and they forget where we will be like i was impacted when i was five years old and i'm still holding on to this trauma i need uh, therapy i need plant medicine Pronk i need blah 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 and they like shake it off and so it that i learned that from uh, one of my teachers a few years ago that where like if something sits with me like that i'll literally just like shake it off not to quote <laughs> I love what's that. Her name? taylor swift <laughs> every day to school day i was like sitting around i'm like yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, t swift money yeah exactly <laughs> um but yeah, and you can just you physically release. Um, that's that's which interesting. Is important. I've never heard anybody say that before. Try like, it. what? Do you- <laughs> I'm totally set. I made it up, and I'm setting you up, and then there's like you're just gonna be like pronking. Put a camera, and be like, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Um, whatever. I don't even know what fuck, fuck. Pronking. Pronking. Yeah. God, I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch this. Pronking. Yeah, yeah. So can you just like? I think it's for you, however you feel like you're getting it out. I think it's the same effect as like when you're mad and you hit your pillow or your mattress or whatever it's the same but it's kind of just like i'm not going to do it now because it's a real physical down but it's literally like shaking off that you know but there's a physical thing that happens that's not just the emotional thing that happens which is why they do it and obviously brains are set up a little different where we you know remember things in a different way but in the same way that they don't carry residual trauma from being hunted things like that so Thanks, Jess. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cool. I, I, it makes sense too because you, I spend a lot of time with my dog, and mm. you do see her like so, shake, yeah, it off. shake it off, yeah. and, and then and then the white eyes come. And you're like, they come what? back. Yeah. Like, what What did you just do? Right? Yeah. I was like, where did you go? Yeah. Happy dog. Happy hey, dog. Thank you. What a gift dogs oh, are, and a reminder of unconditional, like She's a true the... dropped from or risen from whatever. <laughs> Just, Best thing has happened to me yeah. lately is my little animal. 
Mm-hmm. Which, Sky. Sky. Yeah. She's not here today. That's I know, so much I'm going sad. on. So I know she hasn't seen you in a while. I pulled up and I was like, I get to see Sky. Oh. God, no. She's busy. She's out. <laughs> She's got the She's yeah, with yeah. friends. So it happens when they get older. <laughs> dad needed do? a daycation. Staycation? Whatever. I yeah. needed a day off. Uh, yeah. It's it's a busy day today. Yeah. And, uh, but I'm just, yeah, it's been, I don't know. Dogs, dude, they give you that something that oh my gosh. everybody knows. I don't even know if I should even try to put words to it. It's just, it's so It's fascinating to yeah. me that, that there's just a, um, there are beings that exist like this for like you know that just exists to remind us what it's like to live in that like yeah that pure state all the time yeah bliss flow and just loyal and love and like i'll do anything yeah. you want and love you for it yeah yeah i was like if everyone could just greet you the way a dog would greet you if you leave the house for five minutes <laughs> like i'm so excited i'm so excited <laughs> i had a Somebody at the dog park the other day that was talking about this because she works like a nine to five. And right now I'm just kind of in my house. Mm -hmm. And she's like, when I come home, it's like all hell has broken loose. And she goes, somebody and she was she's, you know, the seven years as a dog year. She goes, just imagine, mm -hmm. you know, eight hours is like. 56 hours she's like it's like, oh, she's like, it's like two and a half days like and i started dying laughing i was like like they've been waiting for you every day is like two and a half days for your dog and so oh my gosh now that i've been coming home i'm like if i'm gone for an hour i was like was that like a full day babe I was like, yeah, that was a yeah. whole like, that was a whole that was like two days i haven't talked to you where did you go i was just that's, yeah i thought it was a funny perspective she put herself in her dog's that's so great brain it was like but you got for two days. Have you seen that? Um, it was like went viral or something. This dog. Somehow they were recording the dog, and they showed what, how he reacted once his owner. I hate to say owner, but his you know left yeah. the, left the home, um, and how he, he just thought like the dog was sitting there and sleeping and was fine and waiting for him. And then you see the whole like he goes to the laundry and he's like. He's like crying in the laundry and he's going out the window and then he's waiting over here and he's doing and he does this for hours and then he gets so exhausted that he goes back to the door and falls asleep. So when she walks in, she's like, You've just been at the door the whole day. But then you see what he's been doing the whole oh, day. That's such a great story. You yeah. Know? And that reminds me of the kind of the it's the empath. You know, you never know what somebody's going through. Mm -hmm. And in vice versa. It's it's sometimes it's you have to you can't always see the positive that's out there, mm -hmm. and the negative is impactful as well when you're trying to, you know, be happy and get through things. You're mm -hmm. setting expectations is important, mm -hmm. um, but expectations for a dog are you're just gonna get the happiness on time. Yeah. So it is kind of a blessing. I don't know what like if I didn't have a dog in my life right now, it would be can I borrow somebody's dog for a day yeah. kind of thing. And and although I think Sky and I are gonna start fostering. So, oh, nice. Yeah, get a dog for a couple yeah. weeks or a month or yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, She's of the age where now where she's five and a half and, and is not so crazy. And right. I think is right. can handle right. being a mentor. Company. Yes, being a mentor. Yes, well, you know, show you the ropes. Actually, that word that I triggered earlier, you were talking about the big brother, big sister. Did you grow up with a big sister, big brother in the program? No. Oh, okay. Mm -mm. So as a single child, that you went kind of and yearned for that a little bit. Is that? Oh yeah. How did, oh okay. my gosh. Um, yes. Only child through and through. It's interesting what it does for your personality. Where you're like, I I know that I'm naturally my makeup is I'm an extrovert, so I want I'm energized when I'm around people. Mm -hmm. But because I'm an only child, I need a, I need my alone time. So it's not oh, yeah. the same way an introvert might need it. Like I don't need it to recharge, but I need it to just like do stuff. That's who you are. Um, yeah, and that's from, you know, and so, but with that, it was just like, I remember I was, I was like, can I just have an older brother? <laughs> I'd like to order one older brother, please. And my parents were like, well, I don't know how it's going to work, but I was like, you could adopt one. <laughs> it would work. <laughs> um, definitely, like, perks of being an only child, for sure, but also, I mean, yeah. always, always wanted siblings, for sure. So That's why you, you've committed to doing these things. Yeah, I mean, I think... I think ultimately, only child or not, you know, I think we just as people crave connection, which is the entire reason for being an actor is just like, I just want to connect and like see what's sitting in front of me and like what's going on with you and how can we 
meet. Um, yeah. And sometimes that connection looks like a wall between it, but that's still a connection. Like that's still a form of connection. And sometimes it's strained and, but it's still participating in being a human. Right. Yeah. And so um, I think the, the part about, you know, wanting to do, to have a, a little sister was just a, a big thing for me. I met a, a good friend of mine at the time, um, was very involved in the program yeah. and I saw the relationship that he had with his little brother. And really it was just watching that and seeing like, oh, you can have, you can have that relationship with some, obviously there are people that you meet that become like sisters and brothers and stuff, but Friends. I've never had anyone yeah. that's like a, a huge age gap like that. Cause I don't have cousins or anything really either that are young. So, um, small family, only child, small family, yeah. only child. Other cousins were way older you know, way older than me now. And so I just didn't grow up with that. And I think at a certain point I realized it's like, Oh, I have, um, I'm not here to teach anybody, but I do feel like I have thoughts on how to yeah. possibly navigate what can be a difficult time for a young girl, you know, going through high school and <laughs> understanding yourself. And, yeah. um, I, I've been through a lot as, you know, growing up and I feel like hopefully that can land somewhere not forcing advice anywhere, but if there's a question or questions that yeah. need to be asked, then I would love to be able to you know, help how I can. Yeah. And also That's, build a relationship. Yeah, I mean, for, for you to be able to take action in so many different areas, the the meet the seniors, the provide for the seniors, the difference of those two things. And you mentioned being the big sister, we were just talking about mm -hmm. that. And the build on, and then the, the groups that you latch onto. I know you have some really tight groups of friends. Mm -hmm. And friends become family. Mm -hmm. And I think for whatever the reasons are in our youth, we, if we crave that, it's from something. For mm -hmm. me, it was a traumatic experience. Mm -hmm. But you know, an only child has their own. Oh yeah. Needs. Point being, it's super admirable to create and put out into the world places where you, a you you said that you're doing it to help and just provide, but b you see that it, and you've had self evaluation about you're like you're doing this for the right reasons. Mm -hmm. I don't think you're doesn't seem as if you're doing it just to, pardon the French, get off on it. You I know, hope it doesn't, not. It doesn't I mean, seem yeah, like it. It we like never you're... know what subconsciously we're doing, but I hope not. I think, your, you know. In your conscious world. <laughs> in my conscious choices, I think it's really just me being hungry to be around people. And like that's kind of the bottom line. When, when you're a kid, your thoughts are pretty damn pure. Mm -hmm. You know, and so if you're craving something and you've gone out and found it and mm -hmm. you know what makes you happy. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, well, oh man, I can create some more happiness mm -hmm. around these other things mm -hmm. and hopefully impact somebody in a good way. That's, it's like the definition of, yeah. Oh, so your consciousness is telling you this, which is awesome. I agree with your consciousness. <laughs> <laughs> I think the hope is to not go in and, you know, I'm, I'm definitely, you know, since I was little, at the elementary school that I went to, they had us um, the option to, you know, my parents worked a lot. So after school, we had an option to do other things. And the Shriners Hospital was down the street. And I think I was nine. And so I was, we were, we could also sign up to go to uh, the hospital and volunteer our time and um, play with kids. But the crazy thing is Shriners Hospital is a children's hospital. So there's other kids and they're my age. So I'm playing now with it's a, there's a the burn unit and people who have gone through really hard things and then I'm sitting here same age as you not offering anything but my time and you know hope like I think the the hope is never to go in and um I think if the, if if I were thinking on a bigger context like if I were creating a program that were was like creating schools or creating jobs or something, I'm thinking impact. But I think for me, it's just been really just spending time. And I know yeah. like love languages and stuff, right? Mine is a, a huge one of mine outside of touch is quality time. So that's how I receive love. And so I think that's how I'm hoping that it can be received the other way. And just sometimes you don't need anything other than someone just to sit next to you. And I think on the with the foundation of just wanting to understand 
um, anyone outside of myself, whether in a hospital or down the street from me. Um, I think that's the foundation of it, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Right, just connecting. Exactly. Just hungry because I was an only <laughs> child and I want to be around people yeah. and I love like yeah. family environments yeah. and, you know. Well, we even talked about some of our first, or I brought it up about yeah. sitting around and watching Oh, it's the like my favorite time. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, that was the best time ever watching Clouds Again. Exactly. What did I say? I said, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Game what did you Thrones. call it? Classic. Would Game you say? of Clans? <laughs> Are you playing yeah. a video game? No, clash yeah. of clans? You call, Isn't that a game? That clash of... Clash of clans. Something. Yeah. Anyway, we yeah. weren't playing a video game. But yeah, that's those memories and I think are the ones that, that keep us the happiest and creating mm -hmm. more of them throughout the life that we're currently living yeah. is part of the journey. I mean, so what, what are you doing now? I mean, right now, is all this all still current? Are you still doing like some editing and... and I do some editing. Um, I think the main focus for the bigger part of the last eight, nine years has been the acting and yeah. the producing um, yeah. has taken place the last we didn't even three or four years. Get involved. You, you produced and did you direct a film or did no, you film? No, I you definitely have not ventured into that <laughs> no, yet. That's not me. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's just, I think we're. In a in a place where you're you have the ability to make your own content and have it be seen, um, I really admire people who are doing that kind of thing all the time. I haven't been like, you know, uh, I haven't written my own stuff or anything like that. I've been helping other people create their movies. Cool. Um, but through that learning and watching, um, and then you know moving towards creating my own, not necessarily writing but producing. Yeah. Um, because I think there are stories that I really want, I really want to be told, and I know that I have a, I'm very vested in how they're told, um, specifically from stories about my heritage. So, just working on some stuff with that right now. Awesome. I think a big thing is just we're in a in a time that obviously needs still can use lots and lots and lots of growth, but things are shifting in terms of representation of people of color and people of all kinds of different backgrounds, women yeah. who are older, women who are, you know, just people that are not the, the generic thing that generic, it may not be the best way to say, but the typical, the typical thing that we've been yeah. seeing, it's shifting. All kinds of stories yeah, are being told. And I think I we're agree. in a, in a better place than we've ever been and l making that come to life. People are paying attention in a different way. So I'm, I feel very happy to be part of the zeitgeist right now that we're things like the, obviously there's a lot of work to be done, but we're in a place where <laughs> vo some voices that have not been heard are starting to get heard. And I just, that's I want to be part of that. That's amazing. Yeah. That's the, that's the coolest thing. That's the coolest thing. I'll just leave it at that. Mm -hmm. And, and being part of the movement and a good movement and mm -hmm. an important movement. Mm -hmm. is which is shifting i and i 100 yeah. percent agree on a, just a pure good level because i don't fall into the big movements that are mm -hmm. happening but i would say in regards to creating content mm -hmm. was one of the real priorities of doing this and why i'm recording it now is that audio is one thing and not everybody has jumped into the podcast world yet and participates but a lot of people are seeing video content on the internet. And so yeah. it was my goal to be able to sit down and have, you know, some vulnerable conversations and be okay to shed a few layers. You don't have right. to have the walls and be defensive. The the stereotypes or the male, female, whatever that mm -hmm. is, those can just break down and, and we can just try to connect and be complimentary right. and share some happiness and some things that we're doing along the way. So that... I really love and admire what you were just saying. And I mean, go girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's an cool. interesting, yeah, it's an interesting, I feel like everyone probably feels this about their generation, but it's an interesting time that we're, you know, where I think things are, a lot of things are coming to a head and a lot of things are bursting through. And um, I had somebody describe it the other day as, well, I'll pre predicate statement. I was saying that we're in a, such a hyper time where even the good move, movements have hyper polarized people that don't represent the actual movement. And mm. so you see 
polarization and angst amongst. Polarize is a very great way to say, to kind of label what's a lot of what's I, happening. And I, it's like, I had thought that I would see more of a shift in the opposite direction during my lifetime. And she goes, well, maybe we're in the midst of chaos before great change is chaos. Mm -hmm. Maybe take a deep breath. I was like, okay, well, I have hope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have yeah. hope for us all. Yeah, the mining process, right? The refining process can be uh, hard. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I think for anybody listening now, if the takeaway might be, you know, find the things that are important to you. Go back, mm -hmm. find your memories, the, what was important to your youth, surround yourself by those type of environments and activities. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, be present and, and trust your gut. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, hopefully the, the takeaway from any of this is that, that we're trying to do good things for ourselves and others. And yeah, I have to say to you, too, and commend you for just the phone call that I, I was in Miami. We were texting and you were oh, yeah, asking yeah. about uh, if I knew any editors. And then I talked to you on the phone and just to hear you, obviously knowing you for a long time and then hearing you, you're like, I'm done with it all. <laughs> I'm following my heart. And this is what it is like. I've never heard you. It's not that you didn't sound it before, but just this like cracked open, yeah. elevated, just excited place that you're in. And it's like this is exactly you're reminding you're reminding me in that moment and you're continuing to remind me now. It's just that's what's important, right? Like we have all these things we can buy and jobs we can do. And the but the point is, if it's not making you happy, which it was not making you happy, which you didn't realize at a certain point, and you know, and then you did. It's just this is what it's about, and I, I think that's so brave of you to do that and make that shift when everything else is just like going very well. Yeah, you know, a lot of times we're forced to make changes because things are hard, and that wasn't it for you. So to be able to see that, like things were externally going well, and still make a jump like that is very, very big. I appreciate the kind words. Because I'll tell you that the ebbs and flows of the emotions and trying to deal with life on top of the choice that I made to put myself in this position now is, is it, it, it ebbs and flows. And my goal is to have that maintain kind of that peace about it and, mm -hmm. and observe myself as I go through it. Because, again, I'm not craving anything other than just kind of connecting with people and, sure. and hoping to share experience with them. So. Yeah. Today has been awesome. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're kind of winding down. One th what I like to do at the end of the podcast is a final four. So I have a final four. Final four oh, questions. Okay, got it. <laughs> and you can answer with one word or a sentence okay, okay. Or, or whatever. Okay, okay. But I thought this I've not be... been prepped. No. Just <laughs> so okay. the first question of the final four is: What's the greatest risk that you've taken in your life? The greatest risk, definitely um, right out of college, I was working as a red carpet reporter that somehow fell into my lap and I was doing red carpet stuff at um, ABC. And when you're 21 and you just got this job that's very cushy and coveted by a lot of people, um it's easy to just like, you know, for me, I was like, okay, well, this is the path. I'm going to go to grad school and I'm going to study journalism. And that's where we're going to go. The voice since I was little was like, but wait, <laughs> you wanted to be an actor. <laughs> and I was like, oh. but it was like, well, we're already doing this. Like, this, this is, is the way we're going to do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is, a, this is entertainment related, you know, this kind of thing. And I remember yeah. I was sitting in an interview with uh, Forrest Whitaker, who his kids went to my elementary school. So yeah. there's a little bit of a connection there. And it just randomly this beautiful interview happened. And I was asking him these questions and I was completely going off what I was supposed to be asking. I was supposed to be like, what are you wearing? And yeah. whatever the three questions that you're always supposed to ask, otherwise they can't use anything. And I was asking acting questions <laughs> and he gave me the most beautiful answers as you would expect Forrest Whitaker would give you. Oh and I was gosh, like, I want to be there working with you in a different capacity than here. So I left, uh, very nice job. I didn't do it. I, that was 21. I got it. I didn't leave it until I was like 23. Yeah. Um, 
So you left the cushy job to follow your cushy heart. that a lot of people wanted. But I also felt like as I was sitting in these interviews and doing them and I, I started to hate what I was doing because it was actually just close enough to like sniff what I, you know, like people who are doing what I wanted your to be doing. Your... It was worse almost, I feel like. <laughs> and then I was like, I'm also taking someone else's dream because there are a lot of people that want to be doing this job. And I'm t and there's one spot here. Oh, you're so that's great. I left and I went to acting school. And that was a big risk because then I was That's like, am I supposed to be a waiter now? <laughs> or like, yeah. what am I supposed to do right now? Yeah. Isn't that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, what am I doing? That wasn't saving. Yeah. That's what 21-year-olds don't do sometimes. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Good point. Oh, that's a great answer. Yeah. Uh, but okay. it's so worth it. Question number two. Yes. What is the most, what's the least expensive thing that you could not do without? The least expensive thing. So is this like an existential question? Like things that are not seen by the heart, or is this like an actual like you want an actual item I that would say it's could be purchased? Something you have, yes, yeah, <laughs> that I could not do without. Yeah. What an interesting question! I'd be so curious to see how other people have answered this. Um, a notepad. Is that that's kind of? I need to write thoughts. If I type my thoughts or just say them in my head, it doesn't compute it doesn't leave my body it doesn't form into yeah. anything i have i need pen to paper so yeah, like if you told me i could that. never exactly yeah, if you told me i could never that. cross off another list again <laughs> <laughs> or if you told me i couldn't like jot down a yeah. thought i, I don't know who your, i would be <laughs> i think you found your least expensive <laughs> yeah yeah your list how have some people what is like give me like the best <laughs> one that you've heard i have other videos have okay other okay videos. that's hilarious yeah uh great answer so question number three is when you have a first child, I'm going to just go there. Mm -hmm. Who gets to name, if you had to select your mom or your dad to name your child, who would it be? If I got, if, if my your parents were going to name and either one had to pick. A or B. No, you and your partner don't get to pick. Hmm. Hmm. I have my heart answer. <laughs> and then I have my technical answer. <laughs> my hard answer is my mom mm -hmm. because there's a whole backstory I don't really need to get into right now. But just I feel like she she so quietly carries everything and lets my dad and I have the same birthday. And I was born on I was supposed to be born on hers. And like that is very uh. representative of like she's kind of just always given us the space to do us and my dad and I are very similar and like you know cut from the same cloth and my mom is just like she's there and she's grounded you know mm -hmm. I don't feel like I think sometimes when someone's doing well and knows how to take care of themselves you don't pay attention to them as much yeah. and I feel like I would want to give her that and like show you know see and she's also the most like one of the most thoughtful wise people I think that really comes from her culture too um so I'd, I'd be very interested to see what she come up, comes up with. But at the same time, the technical thing is that she might give like some, she might also, sometimes she just likes to do things that are cute. <laughs> and that she might she just think something cute? is like, something's like kind of silly and cute. So or my dad might give a name that, you know, other people uh, might have heard of. Yeah, to yeah. give you the name that you Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He might give like a cool jazz name or something because he's like a jazz musician. But, you oh know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, last question. Mm -hmm. If... As an actress, if you had a film coming out this weekend that was your biography, what's mm -hmm. the title of the film and who's the lead actress? But Besides I can't be you. The lead? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, okay, is, but I wanted to know. I, Ooh, I think this is, who what's would you the pick? title of the film? Mm. I would call it For My Parents. And I think I would make it like a a story as like a letter to them of, you know, the 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 impact that they've had on me, but the legacy that they you know, that the both cultures have had on me and them as people and just who whoever the main character of the world is showing up as. Uh the lead actor I would like it to be played by two people because I do feel like there's a huge duality inside of me that also is represented by the the mixed ethnicity. But I feel like I'd want a guy 
and a woman, who would they be? Interesting. Your answer is you know you want two, but you're I know sure. I want two, but I don't know who. It's the most Libra answer you're ever going to get. Um, you said one, I'll take another. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Balanced. I don't know. I mean, God, because we just talked about Forrest Whitaker, like how cool would that be if you just had a story that was completely nonlinear and, yeah, that that's hard for me. Um, I, I would want like a... And then I would get like an obscure, um, maybe like a child, like a a child who's never done a movie before, who's just like been plucked out of somewhere and like play the lead and like supported by oh my God. everyone else. You literally are a storyteller. <laughs> oh, my created like... roles for everyone. You're like, oh, yeah. yeah, okay, that's the cast. Let's go. That would be cool. <laughs> you know, not so on the nose. That's, See what happens. Yeah, that's, that's, I love that answer. Maybe have like a sliding door situation with two oh, stories yeah. that intersect and it's just like both parts of yourself, you know. That's interesting. I, I never thought that that would be an answer. <laughs> I didn't either. This is what happens when you put me on the spot. Weird things come out. <laughs> well, here we are, Jess, uh, shutting her down. I This has been awesome. I, I got to be honest. I, I really love connecting with you today. It's been too long. Same. And I appreciate you sharing with everybody. Yeah. All the fans. <laughs> <laughs> and it's. Uh, I, I hope everybody that's still listening could resonate a little bit with us today. And thanks again for making the choice to tune in to Y-Lab. I'm Michael Flowers, finishing up here with Jessica Kendrick. Thank you. Thank you.